Our second reading comes from the Gospel of John 11, verses 17 through 45. Let us continue listening for a word from God. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him, while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord. I believe that you are the Messiah, the Son of God, the one coming into the world. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, The teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house consoling her saw Mary get up quickly and go out. They followed her because they thought that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been there, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jew said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opens the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus again, greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there's a stench because he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, Did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone, and Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here, so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. Many of the Jews, therefore, who had come with Mary and had seen what Jesus did, believed in him. The word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning. I am Mark Shira, a graduating senior at Glen Academy that grew up in and with this church. From starting pre-K in Miss Reese's class to now graduating um, Glen Academy and attending Georgia Tech this fall, I think it's safe to say I've come a long way since then. I say it's also safe to say that there is absolutely no way I could have done it without the help of God and my faith through this church. 
Around six summers ago, I was no longer able to do VBS as a kid. Instead, I was asked to play a part in the skits that were put on for the kids at VBS. And little did I know, this would kickstart my journey as a camp counselor for the next six years of my life. For the next couple summers at VBS, I would continue to play a part in Miss Frida's Oscar nominee deserving skits. <laughs> Until eventually, I was promoted to being a group leader my freshman year of high school. And while I was 1,000% devoted to being a VBS counselor, those same summers were spent at Camp High Harbor on Lake Burton up in North Georgia for weeks at a time. Here is where I would grow my faith and relationship with God more than ever. As a camp counselor for High Harbor, you are tasked with the role of being a role model for hundreds of campers that would come to spend a week with you in the mountains of North Georgia. And while it's the most fun I would have all summer, it is most certainly it most certainly brought with it the most challenges. The days were long, the kids had a seemingly endless supply of energy, and it time seemed to move by at record low paces. But nonetheless, that didn't stop me from putting my all into making sure that these campers had the best time possible at camp. This summer, I was there for two weeks, and over those two weeks, there was one camper that stood out to me more than the others. He was quiet and often, per for, often preferred to do things alone instead of in the group and he also tended to stray away from the more extreme activities, such as tubing or zip lining. I noticed this and quickly made it my goal to try and make friends with him. At first, it started with basic conversations at meals about his interests and what he does for fun, but by Wednesday, I was able to find some common interests with him and spend our walks between activities talking about video games and TV shows. This led to him being more open not only with me, but with the other campers. And while at the time I didn't realize it, I now realize that had I not engaged in the first conversation with him, he might not have ever made friends with the other campers or finally engaged in the activities he was, he was originally afraid of. This summer was an extremely eye-opening summer for me and reminded me of the story of Lazarus and Jesus. After four days of being dead, Lazarus was in a tomb behind a stone, that is, until Jesus came. In John 11:41 to 44, it says, So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. When he said this, Jesus called out in a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and his feet wrapped with strips of linen and a cloth around his face. From this experience, I felt as if I was Lazarus and the cloth was being stripped from my face and I was able to see the impact I had on that camper. It was truly an amazing feeling, and I wouldn't have traded it for the world, but I know for a fact that I would not have been able to do it without the help of God and his guidance. The good news is that the Spirit is always present. Thanks be to God. Amen. Good morning. I'm Charlotte, and I'm a senior at Glen Academy. As the theme for our Youth Sunday is Living with the Spirit, I thought I would share a story of a time when I truly felt God's Spirit live within me. This past summer, I was given the opportunity to be an intern with the church's bridge program. If you don't already know what bridge is, it is ran by Madeline Reese, and this comes off our church's website. This exciting program encourages youth and young adults to build relationships and deepen their faith through echo service and learning focused on creation care and environmental stewardship. 
The program hosts church groups from all around, such as Michigan, South Carolina, and Tennessee. And as an intern, I led the group throughout the island and acted almost as a guide and a leader. Some of the things we did this past summer were marsh cleanups with Keep Golden Isles Beautiful, working with the UGA Marine Extension while being educated on our water, kayak trips with Southeastern Adventure, and touring Cumberland Island. Every day we were doing something outside and I absolutely loved it. One moment we were knees deep in the marsh picking up trash and the next we would be paddling along the Turtle River. Being an intern consisted of some very, very early mornings. I had to be at the church packed and ready for the day before the sun was up and before anyone else was up. Wednesdays were especially hard because we had to be up and at the church by 5.30. This was the day we headed out to Five Oaks Farm in Jessup, where they grow local, sustainable fruits and vegetables. I'm definitely not an early riser, but I think this past summer has changed that. There were some days that ex felt extremely long and hot, given that it was the middle of July. I remember that every there were days where I felt unmotivated and just wanted to go home and shower and take a long nap. I remember that every time this feeling crept in, God knew exactly what to do whether it was a bridge visitor reminding me of how blessed I am to live in such an amazing place, a funny creature that we would pick up in our cast nets, or a nice conversation with a new friend through the program. It was the little things like these that encouraged me to continue living in God's spirit. God's spirit is also shown through our environment and nature, which has deepened my faith and my desire to learn more about environments like ours. Whether I was dehydrated or extremely sunburned, I reminded myself to take a look around at this island that we are so fortunate to live in and so lucky to show others. I believe that God's spirit lives in each and every one of us in different ways. If it wasn't for Madeline's kindness and giving me the opportunity to take on this program, I wouldn't have found my passion for the outdoors and environment, which is what I plan on continuing this coming fall at Georgia College, majoring in environmental science. I know that in today's day and age, with a world that seems to be rushing around us, it can be hard sometimes to slow down, but you can stop and ask yourself, what does it take for you to live in the spirit? Because God is already there. For me, Bridge came into my life with the spirit. I plan on continuing to share his spirit through college and wherever life takes me, by my passion for our environment and to work on bettering it. So I leave you today with this verse, Romans 8, 6 through 11, which says, the mind governed by the flesh is death, but the mind governed by the spirit is life and peace. The mind governed by the flesh is hostile to God. It does not submit to God's law, nor can it do so. Those who are in the realm of flesh cannot please God. You, however, are not in the realm of flesh, but are in the, re are in the realm of the spirit, if indeed the spirit of God lives in you. And if anyone does not have the spirit of Christ, they do not belong to Christ. But if Christ is in you, then even, your, even through your body is subject to death because of sin. The Spirit gives life because of righteousness. And if the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead is living in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies because of his Spirit who lives in you. The Spirit brought bridge into my life. What is the Spirit bringing into your life? And may we be bold enough to follow. Amen.